This is Hard Facts. Sandra Ezekwesili still here with you. Two minutes past five now. Can the APC agree on a convention date? Let's start there. <laughs> That's a big question in the world of politics as um, chaos erupts within the president's party in its quest to choose his successor at the next election. It brings me to today's big hard fact. It is exactly 361 days until the general election on February 18th, 2023. Less than a year. And in this coming year, here on Hard Facts, I'll be giving you all the facts about the parties, platforms and candidates for you to make an informed decision next fr- next february but i'll also give you the context and analysis that you need for understanding the horse race between the parties and how each of them is strategizing for victory because those are two separate questions that you have on your mind number one is which candidates do i agree with Number two, what are the chances of those candidates winning? I've heard a lot of people talk about Donald Trump in America coming out of nowhere, quote unquote, nowhere and winning. And we often forget that Donald Trump joined a major political party to do it. He did not run as somebody out of the establishment with um, an independent party. He joined one of the two major political parties to do it. You know why? Because these political parties have something that a lot of Nigerians don't like to hear anymore. Structure. (laughs) But I'm getting ahead of myself. Today, we're talking about the APC convention crisis. But first of all, let's look at two very different takes on the role of age in politics. Let's start there. And then we'll talk about the delay to sign the Electoral Act and the protest that it sparked. But first, back to age. Yesterday on the big weekend, we talked about the Bola Tinubu's message to uh, young Nigerians. He said that they should wait their turn for the presidency because he will take it first. Let me give you his exact words again. Quote, you won't allow the elderly ones to pass and you haven't become president. What if you become president? Will you chase us out of town? You will grow old and become president. But I will become president first. End quote. Now we have a former president commenting on the question of age in politics Olusegun Obasanjo he led Nigeria twice first as a relatively younger man from ages from age 39 to 42 and his second uh, t- uh, time as a relatively older man um, aged 62 to 70 and he says people of his age bracket should get out of the way and let younger Nigerians lead the country. He was at an event uh, honoring uh, Motala Mohammed, uh, for whom he served as, um, I believe, second in command. And at the event, Governor Kaede Faemi of Ekiti said that when Mohammed was head of state, he, that's uh, Kaede Faemi, he was in primary school. And responding to that, Obasanjo said, quote, Faemi said he was in primary school when Motala and Obasanjo were there. So if 
people of the Machala or Basanjo era are competing with you as governor, then something is wrong. The Machala or Basanjo group should be stepping aside. Whatever experience and knowledge we have, we should be able to give it to you and you should be able to give it to those coming after you. So that whatever you have, you are passing it down to those who are coming behind you and not to start competing with you, but to make you have access to what will make Nigeria better. End quote. So we have two elder statesmen with two very different opinions about what the different age groups should be doing politically right now. Tinubu says elders should be leading and the young should wait their turn. Obasanjo says the old should move aside for the young. With whom do you agree? That should be a poll on Twitter. I hope my chief of staff is listening. So he'll put it up on Twitter. But yeah, with whom do you agree? Do you agree with Tinubu or do you agree with Obasanjo? Let's start there. Then we'll move on to the APC convention crisis. And then we'll talk about the delay to sign the Electoral Act. It's seven minutes past five. 0700-993-993-993. Men, call me on that number. Women, call me on 01. 465 7190 0140 one minute, that's all you get. We're doing um, like Sheriff does on the morning crossfire. One minute, it's all you're going to get on the show today. 99.3, hello. <phone rings> Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. What's your name? My name is Sam Samson. Good to have you on the show. I agree with Obasanjo. Okay. The old people to step aside for the young people to leave. Okay. Look at what is happening in France. My body is a young person. People like Donald Trump, they have the uh, Donald Trump. They have the, the strength. So they should give it to young people to lead Nigeria. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. And he said that in less than 30 seconds. 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Oh, this is the from Udobolu. Welcome, Eze. You've got 60 seconds. Okay, you see, Obasanjo, uh, I, I, I like that man so much. Mm. I think uh, the old ones of above 50 they should give chance for the younger ones. Hmm. Let's try and see where the problem is coming from. Hmm. Eh? Hmm. Uh, I think our youth, today, we have some capable people who can handle that office more than them who is uh, retired and uh, old in, uh, in the age. Let them go and rest. <laughs> hmm? We'll pay them their function. Eh? Okay. Hmm. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Aking is on the line. Hi, Aking. Hi. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Okay. Welcome. Go ahead. Yes, so Obasanjo uh, just saying that they should give way to the younger generation. He kept the power after 33 years. What was he able to do? I'm not, I'm not in support of uh, the old generation ruling, really, no. but what I want to say is that we have the system that is flawed, heavily flawed democratically. Although those issues are addressed honestly. That's my belief. Thank, Thank you very much for calling, Aking. We've got John on the line. Hi, John. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, concerning yesterday, I could call Tarapo. 
yesterday don't pass now. We are not. We are not today. Can you see the Ghana Sibo? Hmm. Okay. Thank you. So, um, so concerning uh, this uh, Tinumbu. Hello. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know that he want to enter there by force. And like uh, somebody said, that the youth are the ones clapping hands for him to enter. They don't even have uh, their own ambition. Okay. It's only to number that have ambition. So let them go all the way to support him to enter. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got Emmanuel on the line. Hi, Emmanuel. Yeah, good evening, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, uh, I want, I think uh, we we have some exceptional elders, people like Wale Shoyinka, uh, this man, uh, this lawyer in Ekiti, Afe Babalola. You know, those people are smart elders. If those people are given the opportunity, they can do better. But based on the antecedents of some of our politicians, especially Tunungu, I think the man is growing, growing sense. So I, I don't think it's proper for the job. Thumbs up for OBJ. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Emmanuel. 99.3. Hello. Hello. All right. 99.3. Hello. 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 Thanks for calling. What's your name? Hello. Hello. This is Bridget. Welcome, Bridget. All right, Bridget, sorry about that. Call back if you can, 99.3. Hello, Sandra, how you doing? I'm very well, though. How you day? I'm doing fine. I'm oh. back from Ecuador. Good to have you on the show. If you turn your radio off for me. Yes, sir. Uh-huh, thank you. Oh, yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I think I'm at Tunubu. Okay. Waiting lot for Lagos. Where is Tunubu? want to go carry on Abuja. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody so that by public everybody they climb that road and there is their thing they begin to suffer the masses. Okay. And Tunubu no do that time of our I don't want to do something. Okay. And that time of that former governor of Lagos State, that was to do something. Okay. And make himself do something where people then go clap for her. When he when he be le- when he be governor of Lagos, he no do something. Uh, what do they do? How many roads they do? I don't know, I know they Lagos that time. Now you go tell me now. Uh-huh. For the area where we are, we are there, mm. by the grace of God. Mm. Yeah. So, make there the nothing. And they come for back and Joe and say, make old, come on, make new clan. Mm. Why you no hand over for the youth? That's the way you rule as a civilian. Uh-huh. And if he come on, he mm. put Yaradua. Mm. Yaradua die. Mm. Jonathan clan. Mm. What thing happen for the youth? That's the way they know to go. Mm. Oh, Sandra. Mm. God bless you, yes. Okay, bless you too. Oh, thank you for calling. <laughs> By the way, we have a lot of um, um, schools in Ikorudu represented in the IBEX DIFA tournament uh, in March. Um, lots of schools applied from Ikorudu. Lots of them uh, made it to the top um, 18 from Ikorudu. I'm very proud about that. I'm looking forward to meeting them live on the show. Francis is on the line. Hi, Francis. Are you still there? 
Francis isn't there anymore. If you just tuned in, we are on the road to 2023. It is exactly 361 days until the general elections on February 18th, 2023. And uh, what we do on this show every two weeks, now when we get closer to the election, it's going to become once a week, right? But for now, it's every two weeks. And what we do is... Um, you know, give you all the facts about the parties, the platforms, the candidates, and then you make an informed decision when February comes next year. Uh, but I also give you the context, the analysis that you need for understanding this race between the parties, how each of them is strategizing for victory. Because you have two separate questions on your mind. Number one, which candidate I like? Which one I agree with? Number two, what are the chances of these candidates who I like, who I agree with? Those are the two questions on your mind. Today, we're looking at the APC convention crisis. We're looking at two very different takes on the role of age in politics. And we're also going to talk about the delay to sign the Electoral Act and the protest that it sparked. What we're talking about right now is age. Because um, Tinubu says that um, uh, young Nigerians need to wait their turn for presidency because he will take it first. He said, quote, you won't allow the elderly ones to pass and you haven't become president. What if you become president? Will you chase us out of town? You will grow old and become president, but I will become president first. Uh, so that's terrible. Obasanjo, on the other hand, former president, um, commented on the question of age in politics. And uh, you know he's led Nigeria twice. So I mentioned earlier on that he led Nigeria when he was between 39 and 42. And then again between 62 and 70. And he says that people of his age bracket should get out of the way and let younger Nigerians lead the country. And that's why I'm asking you um, what you think about these two very different opinions from our elder statesmen. Tinubu says elders should be leading and the young should wait their turn. Obasanjo just says the old should move aside for the young. With whom do you agree? 0700993-993-993. That's for men. For women, 01465-7190. 01465-7190. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, ma'am. What's your name? It's Joy Collins. Joy, welcome. I agree with Ambassador. Uh, I don't know what Tinobu is looking for that he, he, he doesn't have already. What is he going to do there? We don't want to spend our money on uh, somebody flying to London for tomorrow for checkup or whatever. We don't want to continue. And he say Trump, 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 did this have four money before he become a governor? We don't want all these people that have used our money so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Some people will say, yes, Trump did, um, you know, have a lot of shady business deals, a lot of uh, corruption allegations before he became president. But, um, you know, I'm not some people. <laughs> 99.3. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening, sir. What's your name? This Friday from Guinea. Friday. Welcome. You've got one minute. Yeah. Uh, Sandra. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, President Buhari told you that they should wait. 
they should allow him to win. Mm. Then the next election they should come out. Mm. Then Tinubu is not telling the youth to wait again. Mm. We should wait for the youth should wait for another eight years. Mm. That is now his turn. Yeah, it has not before they are property to be sharing between him and uh, with uh, Tinubu Abuari. Maybe if we give both Tinubu this time, this time now, the next election, uh, the governor of uh, Kikise will come out and tell us that the youth should wait. Then when we do you get here? Uh, they, they, what are they afraid of? They should allow the youth to contest. It, it's, it's the first thing on the soundtrack. Why must they tell the youth to wait? That is their son. I've never, I've never been a family property when, when some family went first month. They get the largest sale. All right. Thanks for calling. Christopher is on the line. Hi, Christopher. Yes, this is the senior special advice on general duty. <laughs> Good to have I you on the show. I had our petroleum minister's voice and the sensor technology minister, mm. Alex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> President Sandra, mm. for the national leader of APC, mm. like what I said the other day, those who are pushing him or who are fronting the chemical group of uh, Ashwaju, they are not helping the man. Why is it that they can't tell him the truth? And for Baba Abbasanjo, if I'm Baba, I will call the man and say, look, my friend, come, can we allow the youth uh, to uh, do the, run the system for now? Like uh, Friday said, Abuari, I watch and where the youth go meet him now. He said they should allow him. How come he is going now, then Tunubu is warming up? The other one in Kogi is warming up. The one in Kwara is warming up. Uh, the vice is warming up. What is going on for God's sake? What is going on for God's sake? 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. What's your Good name, afternoon. ma'am? Good afternoon. This is Bucci. Bucci, welcome. Tunubu should go home and go and rest. Not in Tunubu, all get off Nigeria. I don't know whether he's looking for money. All the hotel in Lagos is the one that owns it. Uh, you don't... You the don't. one cannot count it. Tunubu should go home and go and rest. He's too greedy. He's a greedy man. Ah. All right, so you don't have proof that uh, Tinubu has all the hotels in Lagos. Um, you know, I, I know a number of hotels in Lagos that Tinubu doesn't own, so that immediately that immediately disproves what you're saying. Um, but, you know, you've shared your opinion, so thanks for calling. All right, let's move on from the role of age in politics. But we already have a call screen, so I'll take that call, and then we'll move on from that to um, the APC uh, crisis. Adebare, hello. Good evening, Madam Sandra. Good evening, sir. Yes, please don't let Nigerians to stop complaining. <laughs> Look, these guys are old and they will not leave the stage. Okay. Nigerians should join forces together and tell themselves the truth. Hmm. Nobody will give us power a la carte. Hmm. We need to rise up and challenge them to take this power by force. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Adebari, for calling. I'm glad someone called to say it. But also, I mean, you know, while I agree that no one will give you power a la carte, um, you know, people also need to put enabling things in place that allow those without power um, to take it. But also, like, what's the work that is going into um, forcing their hand, you know? So you take, for instance, the civil rights movement, right? Um, Civil rights movement, um, while black people did not... 
you know, wait for civil rights to be given to them. They also needed civil rights to be given to them. So they stood up, they agitated, they made a lot of noise. And then they also got allyship from white people. It was their white allies who continued to put pressure on the white government. And then um, the white government eventually caved and um, gave black people civil rights in America. You know, uh, it's the same thing everywhere. Apartheid South Africa, it's like, it's the same thing all over the place. So uh, people will feel like, oh, we're not getting what we deserve. Okay, uh, nobody's going to give it to you a la carte. Get up and take it. Well, fine, you can get up and take it. Young people are speaking. That's part of getting up to take it. But can young people do more to take it? Yes. But are there stumbling blocks in their way to access it? Yes. And some of those stumbling blocks can only be gotten rid of by um, the systems that are already in place to get in their way. I'll give you a quick example. Youth Party and INEC. No, I'm going off points. Let's not go off point. Let's talk about um, the APC crisis. The caretaker committee of the APC has moved the date of the national convention yet again. And it's causing huge problems within the party. Instead of this month, the convention will now hold from March 24th to 26th. Also, before the national convention, there will be zonal conventions earlier in March. This idea of zonal conventions, it has split the party. You have a group, uh, the APC Rebirth Group, and they're claiming that zonal conventions violate the party's constitution. They also oppose the postponement of the national convention. They say that May Malabuni has postponed the convention so that he can hang on to power. Because remember that one of the things that the convention is meant to do is create a substantive national party ESCO to replace the caretaker um, ESCO. But the APC Rebirth Group and other opponents of Buni say that Buni is stalling so that his caretaker committee will end up presiding over the primaries. President Buhari is being asked to step in to resolve the crisis. In fact, we're hearing that he's meeting with some of the APC governors today. Of course, the governors are being accused of supporting Buni, who is their colleague. And this, by the way, may be uh, causing a legal problem uh, for the party. It may be doing that uh, because under the APC constitution, no elected government official like a governor should serve as a party executive. So there's a fear among some APC members that if Booney's committee ends up presiding over the presidential primaries, someone will be able to go to court and get the party flag bearer disqualified. And that's why I want to ask you this. You can still talk about the first subject that we started discussing about the role of age in politics. But do you think that the APC will get its act together in time to avoid a legal problem? with its convention, its ESCO, and primaries. Women, call me on 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. Everybody still gets one minute, 60 seconds, because we're doing Sheriff's style. I like his style, you know, because you have, like, people just talking, shop, 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 and then they go, you know? Love it. So let's talk. 0700-993-993-993. For men, for women, 01465-7190. We've got WhatsApp as well. What's 
WhatsApp is O H O nine five nine seven five eight O five. Hello, thanks for calling. Good evening to you, Sandra. Good evening, sir. What's your name? My name is Prince Wyatt, calling you from Mosuri. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. I think when you talk of a party, the Chatika Committee of PDP for me, they are not serious. Okay. As a governor, where, where is the good governor we are asking for? You are doing duty at a time. Why can't you say, do this uh, confession and go out of it and face your duty in your state? If they fail to produce a better candidate for Nigeria, they are not only political party. We the voter can say shoot another party. Okay. Because as it is now, look what they are dealing, darling. One billion fumbling. What is going on in that party? Thank God, not only the APC are only party in Nigeria. After PDP, we see a smaller party. If all those smaller parties can come together to form a formidable party in this country, hmm. I'm telling you, they will be really thoughtful to, to, to challenge the two dominant parties. All right, thanks for calling. We've got Paul on the line. Hi, Paul. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening, welcome. Uh, Paul calling for my job. Good to have you on the show. You've uh, got one minute. Tinubu, Tinubu wants doesn't need to be president. He only wants to be president, which is greed. Okay. Uh, if if you need to be to be something, there will be it will be clear for everyone to see that yes, you need and you deserve this thing. So I don't think he need to be president. So let him give the youth chance. And my second uh, thing I want to say, mm. there is something that happened in Lagos last week on Saturday to be precise, which okay. I like. I, I was expecting you guys to bring it on air so that people will know about it because it's something about the Lead Generation Initiative. They launched something there in Lagos, in the southwest here, here in Lagos, uh, uh, We Together. It's all about youth. It's a kind of revolution. Peaceful war for the youth to take over from the elite. All right. Thanks for calling. Remember, everybody gets one minute. Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back from this break, let's talk about the Electoral Act Amendment Bill, as well as uh, Obasanjo Antinubu's comments about age in politics. We can also still talk about the crisis uh, in the APC. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Inform. This is Hard Facts. Listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. It's 5.38. Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. And on the big hard fact today, we are on our road to 2023. It's exactly 361 days until the general elections on February 18th. So far, we've talked about um, the APC convention crisis. Uh, We've talked about the role of age in politics. Now, let's talk about... um, um, the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. We're still waiting for the president, President Buhari, that is, to sign the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. I say sign because his media aide, Femi Adeshino, told us today that the president will sign the bill, quote, within hours. He didn't say he will sign 
or, uh, or reject. He said he will sign. So now it's just a question of when. Abby? Well, we're counting the hours. As you know, 26 soci uh, civil society groups held a protest uh, demonstration today at Unity Fountain, demanding that the president signs that bill immediately. Yesterday, after they announced the protest, additional ridiculed them as um, saber rattlers and said that everybody should wait for the 30 days to expire on March 1st. Well, the protesters said, eh, let it be, even though, even though, and they held the protest anyway. And now, a day after his statement, Adeshino has reversed himself to say that the president will sign the bill in a few hours' time. Is this a sign that pressure on Asorok is working? That's one of the questions I asked uh, Mark Amaza on The Big Three two hours ago. If you missed The Big Three, you can listen again on our website, www.nigeriainfo.fm. Mark Amaza um, works uh, with Yaga, one of the organizers of the protest. If, um, and um, when we spoke, our conversation went a little bit like this. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, nice to be here. Tell us what the turnout was like at the protest. Really good turnout of citizens mm -hmm. uh, who are who are clamoring and pushing for the president to assent to the bill mm -hmm. now today. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a really good turnout at, at the protest, as you asked. Okay, a really good turnout. Femi Adeshino has now said that um, the president uh, will sign the bill within hours. This is very, very different from what he said yesterday, which was that the president has until March first to sign and everybody should cool down basically um do you know uh, i don't know well as a as a protest movement do you take credit for that shift yeah yeah we do we have been putting <laughs> a lot of pressure on the president to sign okay so while we do know that the constitution allows the president to wait till the first of march to sign the bill okay and i would do to when 30 days from when the bill was transmitted to him will elapse hmm. it's critical he signs it today so that the dates for the 2023 elections uh are not shifted um if you sign any day after today then we are not sure the dates for the next for next election have to be shifted hmm. that's because the clause in the bill that that requires INEC to issue notice of elections 360 days before the general elections. Hmm. And that 360 days starts from today. So today is the last chance we have to be able to maintain the 18th February 2023 date that INEC has given for next year's elections. Hmm. Okay. Now, like I said, the presidency initially said that um, there's no rush to sign um, the bill, but um, you, the protesters, disagree. What are the reasons why, in your opinion? Well, well, well well, for one, if you uh, you do remember, on the 6th of January, mm. uh, the president, in an interview with Channel TV, promised to sign the bill right. once the contentious clause around the mode of nomination of candidates was removed. Right. If you recall, the previous version of the bill sent to him uh, set, uh, required um, made the right primary is the only mode of nomination right. that political parties can use to um, nominate. Mm. That has been changed and there are now more options. Right. So first of all, is in keeping with his promise to sign the bill once that has been changed. Mm -hmm. And secondly, this has been already almost three weeks since the bill was sent to him. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't think you, you should need has to exhaust the 30 days for him to be able to give a response on the bill mm. or for him to sign the bill. Um, three weeks is enough time for him to, have to for his team to sign the bill and his advice to give him good and proper advice. Um, 
to sign the bill. Okay. Do you think he's going to sign the bill? We are very optimistic he will, and we're very hopeful he will. Okay. Mark Amaza from Yaga Africa, thank you so much for joining us on Hard Facts. Yeah, thank you for having me on your show. That was earlier today. If you missed the full uh, conversation we had on the big three, check out our website, www.nigeriainfo.fm. And definitely catch uh, different clips of the conversations we have here on Hard Facts on our social media. So we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, we've got Twitter. And we're always sharing on those platforms. All right, Lagos, let's talk, shall we? 0700-993-993-993. Do you think the president will indeed sign the bill today or tomorrow? And if he doesn't sign the bill, should there be more protests? Do you think the protests are what forced Adeshino to make the within hours promise? WhatsApp is available. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello, thanks for calling. Hello, good evening. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Uh, Sandra, my name is Titus. Your name is? My name is Titus. Titus, you've got uh, one minute. Uh, I want to talk on the APC. Yes. And their convention. Go ahead. This, this party is a, 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 a gang of people that come to wrestle and organize 2016. Your, your line is not very clear. You need to call us back, okay? 99.3? Hello? Thanks for calling. What's your name? My name is Ifaing. Ifaing, good to have you on the show. Go ahead. And based on the age debate condition, I think that you people should give him more opportunities to venture into political space. Okay. But the problem is that when you people are there, there's a tendency of greed due to their luxurious nature. Okay. So I believe that if, from what Nibu said, mm. both people should be given more chance. Even if they have disappointed us, but they can still make it up. Okay. So, okay. But I want to ask the question. People that participated on their best divide debate, mm. Um, can I will know the people that are going to be in the live sixteen audition spot? We've, we've sent emails already. So if you auditioned, go and check your email. Maybe you got an email from us. Okay, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, we've got messages on WhatsApp. Sandra, there's what is called law of diminishing returns. It is very applicable to nature. As one ages, everything about the person, including one's brain, goes down. Sandra, the myriad of problems besetting this country as we talk today, to the extent that many countries now see Nigeria as a failing state, what service do you think that someone who has long passed his prime can offer? Someone whose brain has started going down due to age. Sandra, it is natural. Nobody can and cheat nature. Nigeria is suffering today because presidents fail to take decisions that's at when due. The president takes longer time beyond normal to study situations before coming out with the decision. The problem of APC today is not unconnected to the inability of the president to take decisions as fast as possible. Sandra, this is not his fault. Um, it is the corner um, his age and nature has boxed him too. Four years is a long time to be given to another man whose body cells have started going into retirement. The country won't survive it. I hope the man tells himself the honest truth and exits the stage honorably. His role now is to guide and advise. Fortune from Festac with that message. Let's speak with Isaac. Hello, Isaac. My name is Azubike, not Isaac. Oh, Azubike, welcome. You've got one minute. 
Okay, my name is Azuka. I'm going for a little show. Good to have you on the show, sir. Okay, I'm going to sit with the doctor. Welcome. Go ahead. Good evening to you. Go ahead. Welcome. Good evening. Okay, coming to about the age limit, about to about to enjoy and doing this. My own is not all about the age. It's all about the system. Our system here in Nigeria is no more working. If our system is working so perfectly, whosoever goes there should follow the system rule and the regulation. They will see this country to be to be to, to be meaningful to everybody. But since that the system is not working, even that youth that we are talking about in 2013 now when the election campaign time is now, they will see the youth campaigning for the old men. We youth, we are not in here today. If we are ready, I will know. They are coming to the APC crisis. APC crisis, the only thing they are facing there now is all about the position. If they can, if they can position themselves well and see the position in the right way, the, the, the party, the convention should, should go on. I don't think that we have the crisis. That's what is there to see. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Azubiki, for calling. Another Ifangi on the line. Welcome. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. Okay. My my own input on this electoral bill mm-hmm. is the impunity in the system. Okay. Impunity in the system. Okay. I remember in 2015, most of us voted for a change okay. because we long for a change hmm. but what we, we are seeing right now is not what we voted for hmm. because we need to have a system where the leaders have interest of the masses at heart but what we are seeing right now is their selfish interest and if that electoral bill is not signed, mm. it might affect APC in the future. If I, thank you very much for calling. Uh, Kaede from Ikotun says, Sandra! <laughs> the same Obasanja that recommended Pabuhari in 2015 is the same one who is saying that it's time for youths. Which of the youths is Pa Obasanja uh, uh, wanting to replace Buhari? Hmm. Kaede, thanks for your message. Sandra, Nigeria is not is not. Uh, under course for old men if someone like Emmanuel Macron of France uh, rules Nigeria not bad thing now wow alright thanks for your message <laughs> Sahid from Ecotton says Madam Sandra I pray APC to scatter and for the youth let them hold the bull by the horns a lot of youth do not have voters cards Sahid thank you very much for your message uh, another message here you're just sending me pictures so I'm guessing that's not for my show uh, Jojo from Ikorodu says my question is that now the law of waiting will get for Nigeria Nigerians being one maker uh, be president by fire by force disregarding his health I've been another thing where we know know about well I mean people are ambitious and they are allowed to be ambitious and one of the highest places you can get to as a politician is um, president you know you've done everything else you've been in the senate you've been governor 
um, it makes sense that you target the highest office in the land, which is the presidency. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being ambitious. There's nothing wrong with going after, you know, whatever um, ambitions that you've set your sights on. Questions then have to be asked about what are your precedents, you know, before, you know, if you've decided that you want to go after the highest officer of the land, then people begin to ask you questions. Well, what did you do when you were not the most powerful man in the land? When you were the most powerful man in, in the state, for instance, what did you do with that power? What did you do with your eight years as governor? What did you do when you were a senator? Um, now that you are an elder statesman, a political party leader, what have you done uh, to, you know, lead the party right, to help the party grow, to, you know, make the party make sense, to help the party make sense as a political party? You know, uh, what do you, what are your, what are, what are, what are your ideas? Um, what is your ideology? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? What's your, what's your take on women's rights? What's your take on youth? Um, you know, so far what we've heard uh, from Tinubu who wants to be president, when the conversation of youth has come up is, oh, send them to the farm, recruit them into the military, or wait for us to be president before you become president. So we've not really heard anything concrete in that direction. We've also not heard anything concrete about when it comes to uh, women's rights. Uh, what are your economic um, um, um What's your economic belief? Uh, where do you stand as far as the economy is concerned? Uh, where do you stand as far as trade is concerned? What do you, where do you stand as far as our foreign policy is concerned? You know, Where do you stand as far as the digital economy is concerned? Because the world is moving, is shifting into a knowledge economy, into a digital economy. Where do you stand? What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Where do you, you know, what's your stand? What do you stand for? You know, so it's yeah, anybody's allowed to dream. Anybody's allowed to have ambitions. Everyone is allowed to, um, you know, go after whatever they want to go after. It's your job to not hand it to them because, oh, they deserve it. Why do they deserve it? Nobody deserves it. It's the highest office in the land. And because it's the highest office in the land with the most power to make or break a nation, you have to be careful who you hand that power over to. You have to ask, well, why do I want you to be there? What parts of my interest align with your own interest? Because let me tell you something. We're not going to get saints to run for office in Nigeria. We're not going to get angels to come down and run for office in Nigeria. The people who will be governors and and presidents and House of Reps members and House of Assembly members and local government chairpersons, all of them are going to be Nigerians like you and I. Which means that all, all of the problems that bedevil the average Nigerians bedevil these people to certain degrees, to varying degrees. The same things you worry about, they worry about at different levels, on different levels. So what you should be doing is what the politicians do, which is put your own interests first. This person that I'm campaigning for, this person that I want to lead the country, which of her interests align with my own? If this person gets there, which of my interests have they spoken about that I know that, okay, they're selfish, they're greedy, they're thieving. But when she gets there, she will make sure that these ones that I care about, it will align. Because there's nowhere in the world where politicians are not corrupt. There's nowhere in the world where they will not like to cut corners. It happens all over the world. What people do, smart people, is look at the politicians who want to lead and say to themselves, which interests of yours align with mine? 
That's where we'll leave it today. We'll be back tomorrow at 3. We'll also bring you the glass ceiling tomorrow. We'll take it to Kenya for the glass ceiling tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media. This is Nigeria Info 99.3.